Welcome to Mariners Church, Gospel Everyday Podcast. Over the next few weeks, the team at Mariners is prayerfully planning for our next season of ministry as we close out our fiscal year, June 30th. If you want to be a part of the vision God has given Mariners to inspire people to follow Jesus and fearlessly change the world, you can head to marinerschurch.org give. Give through our Mariners app or click the link in the show notes to set up your one-time or reoccurring gift. Your support of the ministry at Mariners equips us to reach our world with the hope of Jesus and serve those around us in his name. Thanks for your generosity and God bless you. Hello and welcome to the Gospel Everyday Podcast, following along with the Mariners Church Annual Read. There is unlimited grace for us today, no matter what happens because of who Jesus is and what he has done. I'm Aaron Kerr, your host for today. Today we're looking at Proverbs 16, verse 27, and it says this, A scoundrel plots evil. And on their lips, it is like a scorching fire. We're continuing this theme in Proverbs around the power and use of words. Well, what is a scoundrel, first of all? For some of you, the image that comes to mind is the 1980s comedy classic with Steve Martin and Michael Caine, Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. But the Christian Standard Bible gives us another way of remembering and understanding this word, and they translate the Hebrew word as worthless. In other words, someone who is worthless. Just to be clear, the writer isn't saying an evil person doesn't matter to God. We're all born evil, wicked, fallen, but because they're engaging in activity that's plotting, that's scheming for another's demise, they're acting worthlessly. They're acting in a way that is part of the sinfulness and the fallenness of the world that's destined for judgment and for passing away. And what is this activity? It's opposing God's good rule and reign over creation by the way they're acting, which leads us to the main point of the proverb. The way their evil plot is executed is with the power of their words. These bring ruin. To be foolish is to ignore the power of words for bringing ruin, destruction, or, on the flip side, reconciliation. So do we take for granted the power of our words? Years ago, when I was attending seminary, they also had an undergraduate university. And I was working as a resident director for a residence hall of male undergrads, partially to manage the resident advisors, but also to be a positive influence on the young college men that live there. So I had my own apartment on the first floor of this three-floor men's hall of college students, and one night, my friend and I were studying late, and we had late-night pizza delivered. And because it was getting late, my friend lived far from campus but had a class early the next day, I invited him to stay over. Since I had plenty of room, he could sleep on the couch. So he agreed because he had to get up really early for his class and be easier that way. So we both go to bed, and then the next morning, I'm startled by this loud fire alarm that is blaring in my room and throughout the residence hall. It happens to be positioned right over my head. Well, we had some false alarm pulls in the past from the residents in the past, so I was totally annoyed. I thought, okay, I've got to call a meeting. I've got to lean into these guys. So the alarm's blaring, and I walk outside my door and my other roommate as well, and we notice there is smoke in my apartment. I even hear the fire truck sirens coming. 
as I look to the source of the fire, it's coming from my own kitchen. I turn the corner and I notice there are flames coming from my stovetop. And quickly, as I'm trying to figure out how to put this fire out, the culprit was the empty pizza box on the stovetop that somehow had been ignited. See, my friend who had spent the night had already left. So my roommate and I quickly doused the flames with water and towels to put it out. We opened the windows as the fire truck's pulling up with all of my college guys kind of waking up, bleary-eyed, staring at the apartment that I'm living in where the smoke is coming out. Not only was this incredibly embarrassing, I later realized I could have been proactive in preventing this fire. Two things happened I later deduced. One, I should have thrown away the pizza box and not left it to catch on fire on the stove in the first place. Number two, the dial on the stove must have gotten turned on accident just ever so slightly by my overnight guest. Our kitchen was really narrow, and while getting ready to leave, after getting something in the kitchen, he probably just turned around and slightly bumped the dial. And set at an even low temperature, it still got hot enough to light the box. In a similar way, we should be mindful of the potential hazards around our use of words. We shouldn't take our words for granted. We should be proactive and intentional on how we use them. To be wise is to treat words with respect, for they have the power, as Keller writes, to spread like a scorching fire to ruin reputations and alienate people from one another. Now, we all know the damage words have had on us. You know, we we remember the, the line, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words can never hurt me. It's a great idea, but it's often not true. Words hurt us badly. As Keller writes, where have you seen the damage that false and unkind words can do through their spread? You know, I can think of countless times where an unintended word to someone else about me got to me somehow and it was painful. I can think of times when someone even lied about me and it was like a losing game trying to tell people the truth when this story that was made up got a hold into people's minds. But I'll be honest. I can think of times when I've said things to those closest to me or others that even may have been unintended or I never would have thought that they would hear what I shared and they confronted me on it to my embarrassment. Words have a destructive power. That's why James is another great warning in the New Testament about this. In James 3, verse 5 through 6, he says, Likewise, the tongue is a small part of the body, but it makes great boasts. Consider what a great forest is set on fire by a small spark. The tongue also is a fire, a world of evil among the parts of the body. It corrupts the whole body. It sets the whole course of one's life on fire and is itself set on fire by hell. Wow. James makes it clear that the tongue can spread destruction to others, but also within. Words hurt others and what we say also impacts the direction of our own hearts. Now, our culture seems to get the power of words. Our social media is filled with chatter. Our media is filled with words from all different perspectives, different motivations, agendas. But let's be honest, not all of these words are for our good as God intended. And many times these are the words that fill our hearts more than the words that bring life and healing and hope. And that affects how we use words. So what kind of words are we listening to? 
How can we be proactive in avoiding the foolishness of using words for ruin? The Kellers remind us that we have the good news, the word of Jesus' kingdom, the gospel, which in Matthew 13, is like a yeast that worked all through the dough. It has power to go viral in our own soul and work its way into those around us, in our community, and even our whole society. So imagine what it could look like this week, being mindful of the words that we're using in our homes, our schools, our neighborhoods, our workplaces. If we find that our words sound a lot like the world, maybe we need to be more intentional in dwelling upon the words of Jesus and the good news. See, for me, this can be really challenging because dwelling on the good news requires intentionality and effort. It's a discipline to read the word of God. That's why I love the fact that you're listening to this podcast. It's also important for us to meet with other people in small groups to get into God's Word. I I love meeting with um, the men in my men's group to discuss God's Word, to pray for each other. I also love to listen to inspirational messages like from the weekend sermon or, or worship music. But to get the words of the world, the default way men and women communicate, It does not bring glory to God. And it's not hard to have our minds and our hearts filled with those kinds of words. It's everywhere. And so to be foolish is to ignore the hazards around the words we hear and the words we use. Thankfully, we have instructions on how to fill our hearts with wisdom with our words. Philippians 4.8 says, Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any moral excellence, if there is anything praiseworthy, dwell on these things. So how about you? Where are you at with this whole thing? Can you think of someone you impacted with your words recently? How did that go? Would you say something different in light of what we just learned? I'm so glad we have a God who loves us and forgives us when we make mistakes. How might things look different with someone this week by taking this proverb to heart? What could God do with your words filled with his love, his wisdom, and truth for another? Let's pray this prayer together as Keller writes it. Lord Jesus, protect me from the spreading power of harmful words. Prevent me from producing them and hurting people. Also protect me from their power to poison my relationships and hurt my good name. Vindicate me and plead my case. Be my advocate. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks so much for allowing us to be a part of your day. Please be sure to subscribe and share. You can tune in tomorrow for fresh new content. And remember, no matter what happens, there is unlimited grace for us today because of who Jesus is and what he has done. For questions about service times and more, you can access all information about Mariner's Church by downloading the Mariner's app at your favorite app store, visiting the website at marinerschurch.org, or by finding us on Instagram, Instagram handle Mariner's Church. Till next time, have a great day.